Welcome to Notable News for the 8th of September. I am Kristen Downs, host of the Notable Woman podcast and the Notable Woman Live, and I'm happy to provide you with these bite-sized broadcasts. You could follow the news with the intensity of a hound, or you could just let me do it for you. You'll get what you need to know in less time without having to see articles like Dad Goes Viral for Sitting Next to Singer, or Elon Musk Predicts. World War III due to AI. Today I'm announcing the scholarship competition for my new Hype Yourself course. Two free spots for women who have awesome movements that need a kickstart but can't afford the program. Apply today at www.thenotablewoman.com slash hype scholarship. A lot is going on in our world today, particularly weather-wise. Parts of Houston still underwater now the environmental effects of chemical plants and oil refineries being flooded are starting to make themselves known. I'm sure it'll be many years before we know the full effects. The city of Houston itself has actually sunk two centimeters in certain places because of the amount of torrential rain, which range from 40 to 52 inches. 70 people have been confirmed dead, and experts are actually shocked at the relatively low loss of life, particularly related to the storm surge. Hurricane Irma continues its path toward Florida, and although downgraded to a Category 4, which does follow what weather models have been proposing, it's now on its way to Cuba and the Bahamas, and it's scheduled to hit Florida this weekend. Ten people have died in the wake of Irma so far. Berbuda is apparently 90% destroyed. Richard Branson's island, Donald Trump's rental property, the island of St. Martin, lots and lots of damage. This hurricane is just huge, the size of the state of Ohio. And if you look at it on uh, imagery compared to the size of Hurricane Andrew, which did massive damage in Florida, it's really shocking. Both coasts of Florida could be hit by hurricane force winds at the same time, which is phenomenal. I truly hope that Irma is a complete dud and goes out to sea. Uh, although that's not really what's being predicted at all, but there's a chance in some models that Irma will skirt largely past Florida. Of course, that means the likelihood of it hitting further up the East Coast is possible. Now, FEMA, which handles disaster management in the United States, is scheduled to run out of money this weekend after all the money that they have pumped into Texas in the past few weeks. Mexico was hit Friday by a strong earthquake, the strongest in a century, and it killed at least five people and has triggered a series of tsunami waves. The magnitude 8.1 quake was felt from Mexico City to Guatemala City, and it was registered just off Mexico's southern coast, just as heavy rains from Hurricane Katya started lashing them. The epicenter of this was in the Pacific Ocean. That reminds me that there are currently three hurricanes in the Atlantic Ocean, with Jose following behind Irma. That then takes me to the fires on the West Coast, both in Oregon and California. The Oregon Eagle Creek Fire is now 5% contained on day 6 of this fire that they believe was caused by teenagers with fireworks. And then there are 10,000 plus firefighters are fighting 23 different fires across the state of California. 
And after the monsoon flooding in India, Nepal, and Bangladesh, thousands are now suffering with malaria. Remember, we're talking about over a thousand people dead there, with over 41 million people displaced by that flooding. We are sending our love to everyone out there who's experiencing severe weather. It really helps me not to be a whiny little bee about having to put on a light sweater in early September in New York City. Now, as for U.S. political shenanigans, I'm going to give you a down and dirty breakdown. Trump continues his post-DACA removal dance, saying, but it's not really over for six months, when technically it is actually over right now because they aren't taking any new applications. And also he said if Congress doesn't get it together, well, I'll just look at it again in six months. He also apparently sent out one of his many, many tweets uh, on the subject at Nancy Pelosi's urging. Speaking of Nancy Pelosi, she and Chuck Schumer somehow managed to convince Trump to raise the debt ceiling in a move that shocked Republicans like Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell. It's even rumored that Trump shushed Mnuchin and agreed with the Democrats in, in little to no time. Speaking of Paul Ryan, his complete and total emasculation continues with him coming out and supporting Trump rescinding DACA just days after disagreeing with him on radio before. Now, speaking of rescinding and another spineless homo sapien, let's talk about Betsy DeVos. Two days ago, BuzzFeed, yes, BuzzFeed, leaked that DeVos was going to be making a major Title IX announcement yesterday with the expectation that she would be rolling back protections for sexual assault victims at U.S. colleges and universities. Now, Title IX is a federal law that prohibits discrimination based on sex for schools and programs that receive any federal funding. This also includes protection for sexual harassment. Kind of strong mantle to hang your head on, right? That you want to roll that back? Now, DeVos did make comment in her speech that sounded like that's what she wanted to do, that she was going to roll it back but it wasn't really strong or coherent statement on the subject. However, later when asked, she said the department had already begun the process of rolling back the Obama-era guidance on Title IX, which was much more clear, and it really held universities and colleges much more accountable. As I like to say, the devil goes to weekly Bible study. There's some rumors that Mueller and U.S. Senate investigations are having some conflicts, conflicts pardon me, back and forth over who has access to what information, as in what has to be handed over to who. Now, Trump Jr. and Manafort have both testified behind closed doors to U.S. Senate committees, and Mueller's requests for those testimonies have upset both Manafort and Trump Jr. because in their agreements with the committees, they were not told that that would happen. Also, in more testifying news, Trump Jr. testified yesterday, and again, it was behind closed doors, but we're hearing from some senators that there were, quote, gaps in his testimony, and a one senator even went as far as reminding Trump Jr. that lying to Congress is a crime. In a friend of the court brief filed with the Supreme Court, by the Justice Department, they urged the court to side with Masterpiece cake shop owner Jack Phillips, 
who said that making a cake for a same-sex couple about to be married violated his own religious liberties. This will be the second time that the DOJ, under the Trump administration, has put out a brief to squash the rights of the LGBTQ community. The first was back in July when the Justice Department filed a brief saying that Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 does not cover employment discrimination based on sexual orientation. Equifax hacking could affect 143 million Americans, which is one half of the country, and greater than the number of Americans who voted in the 2016 election. Cyber criminals have access to information including names, social security numbers, birth dates, addresses, and more. You can check online to see if you were affected, and I absolutely was. Now, next week, I'll be back again with Every Woman Needs a Hero on this day and food for thought. For now, my thoughts are with all those affected by our world's severe weather. Godspeed, everyone. Have a notable day.